Good evening. We're seeing snow flurries from the north tonight, and this is quietly yours. Tonight, we'll join a family spending Christmas together for the first time in many years, and I'm sure the day will pass by pleasantly and without incident. This story is called The Gift. This episode of Quietly Yours is brought to you by us, Quietly Yours. Did you know that we have an Apple podcast channel where you can sign up to receive extra content? That includes bonus stories, behind-the-scenes content, and early access to new episodes. It's a great way to support the show, while also giving us a boost on that platform. But if you're not an Apple user, you can, as always, support us at patreon.com slash quietlyyours, where you can find those same great bonuses, and also receive your own on-air obituary, if a grim and hilarious glimpse at your future demise is your kind of thing. Which it is. And now, the gift. So what's the verdict? I thought it was lovely. Yeah, Carrie, perfect. Oh, well, I'm glad. Always a lot of pressure, Christmas dinner. You never want it to be the one thing that's a letdown and derails the whole day. (laughs) Oh, no, it was great. We should get you to cook every year. (laughs) Okay, okay, don't push your luck. I thought the mash was a bit dry. That'll be nice. What? I'm just saying. So you know for next year. The rest of it was delicious. Well, thank you. Well, I'm absolutely stuffed. Are we all finished, then? Maybe we should... I did use cream and butter, so I don't think it was too dry. Not when I added a ton of gravy, no. If I'd added more cream, it would have been a puddle. It's fine. I ate it all, didn't I? Board games. How does that sound? Oh, yes, please. What did we used to play back in the day? Trivial Pursuit. We used to play that. Yeah, that was never any fun, though. I never knew any of the answers. Me neither. Cluedo. Oh, yes, I love Cluedo. Again, though, I never won. I used to win all the time. Yes, I remember. You used to get quite competitive as well. Not just at that, but at everything. (laughs) You used to throw a right fit, Barry, every time you lost. (laughs) Well, what can I say? I like to succeed. So what? I just like to lose, do I? Uh, um... (laughs) You know what? Sometimes I think I do. What do you mean? Well, it's more fun that way, isn't it? If you accept that you're not going to win right from the start, then you really don't have anything to worry about. Then you can just sit back, relax and enjoy the game for what it is. That's much more my kind of pace. And what if you do win? You know, by mistake or something? Then you've got a nice bonus and you appreciate it more than you would have if you'd gone into the game expecting to win. You know what, Gary? That's actually quite deep. Is it? I don't know, I just say things sometimes. The question is, though, do you actually have any of these games? Oh, um, Cluedo, no. Trivial Pursuit, maybe. (laughs) Big pass. Agreed. I think I've got Monopoly. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, because you've never lost. I have a naturally entrepreneurial spirit and brains to boot. That's what my sixth form careers advisor said. 
Your sixth form careers advisor was a 65-year-old librarian who only had one hand and collected insects. Ah, Mr Hook. Hoik, with an E. Yeah, but no one pronounced it that way, did they? Did he actually only have one hand? For real? I don't know. Probably not. I think it just got started because he always wore gloves, even inside during summer. So people started saying that one of the hands was fake and he was trying to hide it. Yeah, it became a bit of a game, didn't it? Everyone wanted to be the first person to see Mr Hook using both hands to prove he had him. Ah, the one game I could never win. If there was a bad enough accident for him to lose a hand, maybe it was in the news. I'm going to look it up. Hey, thought we said no phones. Oh, what? I can't look up one thing. It was your rule. <sighs> Fine, you're right. We're living in the moment. I don't even know how long it's been since we were all together at Christmas and I want to enjoy it. Properly. What about pictures? What? Are we allowed to use our phones to take pictures? I mean, like you said, the four of us haven't spent Christmas together since... Probably since we were kids, right? would be a shame not to be able to commemorate it with some photos just because of this no phones rule. Ah, uh, see? He's found a loophole there. Yeah, OK, good point. I think I might have an old Polaroid camera somewhere. Oh, come on. OK, OK, yeah, good point. Yeah, OK, let's say we can use our phones to take pics, but that's it. Deal? Deal. What are you doing? Remember that sound? Be careful with the table, you'll scratch the wood. The sound of a metal hook scraping against the wood of the door. That mark had better wipe off. I can't even remember where it came from now, that story. I've not even finished paying this off. They said Mr Hook was a serial killer in hiding, and he worked at a school so he could easily find his next victim. They said you might hear his hook scraping against your bedroom door one night, and that's how you know he'd chosen you to be next. Obvious bullshit. Oh yeah, for a start, no one disappeared or died at that school. Not while we were there, anyway. Well, obviously, I'm not saying it was real. But I was tiny when that rumour started going around. I don't think I'd even started school yet. But a YouTuber brought that story home. Gave me nightmares for weeks. I kept hearing the scraping on the door as I was trying to go to sleep. Mum was furious. But neither of you would admit which of you had told me about Mr Hook. Well, it, well, it wasn't, wasn't me. me. Oh, oh, shut, shut up. up. Mary! God, you two never change. Honestly, it's fine. The practical jokes I used to play on you two. I think I've had my revenge twice over. What are you talking about? You never did any practical jokes. None you found out about. You know what? I'm not going to ask. I don't even want to know. Well, anyway, how about dessert? And then maybe we can do presents and then finish with Monopoly. Sounds good to me. You alright there, Barry? I hate you, Gary. What did I do? What are you playing at bringing up that stupid old story? What story? Mr. Hook. It's Hook with an E. Yeah, well, spelling wasn't at the forefront of my mind in the dream I just had. No way. Mr. Hook? Following me down in a basement corridor, scraping his hook against a pipe like Freddy fucking Krueger. Well, now you know how I felt every night when I was nine, thanks to you. I told you it wasn't me, it must have been Mel. What was Mel? Mr. Hook. It wasn't me. Oh, my God. Can we shut up about Mr. Hook? We're all full-grown adults. Surely we have better things to talk about. Like what? Mortgages? The benefits of bonds over shares given the volatility of the market. 
Did you understand any of what you just said? No, but I'll bet you anything half the financial advisors on YouTube don't understand what they're saying half the time either. Probably not wrong there. Hang on. Is that meant to be some kind of dig? What are you talking about? I'm sorry we can't all have a degree-level knowledge of marketing. It's not your fault. You're supposed to fall for the scam, that's the whole point of them. It's not a... I mean, it's not... It's a scam. They're all scams. Avon, Arben, Arsvan, Carbomb. Barry, cut it out. We've been through all of this and Mel's heard it all. She doesn't need you rubbing it in. And the important thing is she's not doing it anymore. I just... Shut up and open your presents. Ow. Who's it from? Mel. Well, that's nice, isn't it? Go on, then. Oh, it's, uh... Merry Christmas. Took me ages to find it. You shouldn't have. Oh, it was nothing. Yeah. Here, Gary, this one's for you. Ta. Here, Carrie, one for you. Oh, it's a selection box. Wow, that's nice. It's not Christmas without some chocolate. What you got? Just a Cadbury selection. Oh, well, at least you've got a crunchy. Oh, I love a crunchy. What have you got, Carrie? A £100 voucher for Pizza Express. Well, I know you like your margaritas. And your margaritas. That I do. That I do. Who's it from? What's that? The selection box. Who's it from? Well, what's the label say? Nothing. It's blank. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't say who it's from. Does it matter? Well, I'd like to know who it was. Must have been from Father Christmas. Father Christmas isn't real, Barry. I know that, Gary. Come on. Let's open the rest or we'll be here all day. Right, are we ready? As we'll ever be. Strong start, strong start. Are you buying? You can't buy on your first lap around the board. Can't you? Oh, I must have played this game a hundred times and I never knew. I never buy early anyway. You don't want to blow everything you've got right away. Oh, Mel, you couldn't be more wrong. You've got to buy, buy, buy everything you can as quickly as you can. Otherwise, you'll never accumulate enough. Unless you can get a blue or a green property. Then you can catch up, surely. There is no catching up. It's all about when you strive. But surely if you've got Mayfair or Park Lane. Nah, no money in expensive property. It's only good for laundering. The real money is in the slums because there's more of them. A greater chance of people landing on them. And if you've hoarded all the cheap properties and so they can't afford to buy... Then they've no assets to liquidate, and they've got little choice but to agree to whatever deal you're offering. You've set up a totally one-sided power dynamic which allows you to completely rinse them for your own profit. Within the rules, of course. You're starting to scare me a little bit. I smell your fear. And I thrive on it. Double sixes. And now we sit back and let the proletariat nip at our heels. You really would be an excellent supervillain. Yeah, you've always had a mean streak. All right, Gary, don't give yourself another earn here. Here, it's your go. You're going to roll or not? Ah, tough luck. A lowly three. Kind of like your last girlfriend. I told you we shouldn't let him drink when he competes. Think you're funny, do you? As it happens, I do. And this? This meant to be funny, is it? Oh, for God's sake. Your selection box. Maybe it is meant to be funny, I don't know. More than likely, it's just someone trying to be nice. Oh, please, this is exactly the kind of prank you pull. Well, first of all, 
That's not my gift. I've already told you that. And second of all, no, it's really not the kind of prank I'd pull, because frankly, if it's a prank, it's not a very good one. I'd do far better. Well, if it wasn't you, then who was it? Carrie? Not me. Mel? Not me, sorry. I don't understand why this is such a big deal to you, Gary. It isn't a big deal to me, but it's clearly a big deal to one of you. What are you talking about? Well, if it was just some stupid present no one really cared about, you'd just admit it, wouldn't you? Whichever one of you got me this, you'd just say so. But you're not. You're lying. Why lie about something so insignificant? So unimportant? Well, reality check, Gary. If it was so crazy for one of us to lie about that, then maybe the most logical solution is that none of us are lying about that. Exactly. The present's probably from someone else. Anyone could have left it there. No, they couldn't. They couldn't have because it wasn't there this morning. Good God, what are you talking about now? Look, this was the paper it came in. Totally different to all the rest, because Carrie wrapped all the rest and used the same two rolls for everything. Everything except the gifts that you two brought. Oh, don't be ridiculous. That does nothing but prove that it wasn't any of us. Otherwise, it would be in the same wrapping paper that all of the other presents are, wouldn't it? And it's not, is it? No, because you could hardly get away with it if you used paper we'd all recognise, could you? Get away with what? Lying about who brought a box of chocolates? Listen to yourself, Gary, for Christ's sake. Somebody probably dropped off the present while they were visiting. We've had a bunch of extended family round over the past few days. No. No, because it wasn't here this morning. I remember how it looked and this present wasn't there. Well, maybe you just didn't notice it. I don't know, Carrie. What? Well, he has always had a freakishly good memory for little details like that. Exactly. If this present had been here this morning, I'd have noticed, but I didn't. Because it wasn't. Which means it was put there today. And there's only four people in the world who could have put it there, and I know it wasn't me. Why would one of us want to do that, Gary? To torment me. To drive me absolutely mad, like telling me all about Mr. Hook. Or when I was five and you convinced me I died in my sleep. And I was just a ghost wandering around invisible. <laughs> yeah, but you're not five anymore, Gary. What grown man gets this worked up over a box of chocolates? What grown man gets a kick out of turning a box of chocolates into such a stupid prank? Or grown woman? Hey! Don't look at me! Gary! Ugh! Why can't you just admit it? I won't even be mad. I don't care. I really don't. I just want you to admit it so we can all forget about it. Gary, maybe you could do with a lie down. I don't need a lie down. I need the truth. Gary! No, don't touch me. No, don't touch me! It's probably all of you. You're all in on it. All trying to convince me I'm going absolutely mad. You can stay away from me, all of you. Stay away! I think... I'm going to clean up the dessert plates. Let me help you. No, I, uh... Okay, fine. I didn't realise it was that bad. Yeah, well, you weren't here to help, were you? Sorry, I didn't mean that to Sam, so... Uh... No, you're right. I should have helped more. I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. I guess I thought it was just Gary being Gary, I suppose. I didn't think... He's doing better, it's just... I don't know. I guess I thought bringing us all together at Christmas might be a good thing. Especially after losing Mum. I thought it might be familiar and might help. Seems like it's just been an added stressor, though. Now he's having a bad day and it's my fault. It's not your fault. You've done amazing today. 
You couldn't have predicted he'd blow up over something so small. Yeah, I suppose so. You would say, wouldn't you, if it was you? What are you talking about? The gift. The one Gary opened. If it was you, if it had been a prank, I mean, that's all just gone a bit wrong. Well, you'd say so, wouldn't you? Are you seriously asking me if I did that? No. Well, yes. I just mean that it's not as though this family hasn't engaged in the occasional prank. And if someone did this thinking it'd be funny, I wouldn't blame them. And after that reaction, if it had been me, I would have felt like I needed to keep my mouth closed. But if it was you, you don't. I won't be mad. I'd rather know. So you think it was me? If you tell me you didn't do it, I'll believe you. I just want to know because it's a little odd. Because Gary's right. I could swear that present wasn't there this morning. Carrie, I didn't do it. Okay, I believe you. I don't know about you, but I really don't think we should let this ruin the entire day. Agreed. I'm going to go and talk to Gary, see if I can talk him down a bit, and then maybe we can watch a movie or something. Sounds good. So, why did you do it? What? The gift. What was that about? As far as pranks go, it's hardly your best attempt. What on earth are you talking about? This! What makes you think I did that? Well, I know it wasn't me, and I really can't see Carrie doing something like that. Or, more likely, it's just a stupid gift from some friend or distant family member none of us can even remember, and they just forgot to sign it. And they dropped it off under the tree how, exactly? Via TARDIS? It could have been there for days. Not according to Gary. Well, I don't exactly trust Gary's recollection of events. Carrie says the same too. So? Put an idea in someone's head and they'll end up parroting back to you like it's their own idea. Plant a memory in their mind and they'll happily recount it, swearing it's their own. Elizabeth Loftus. Leave people to their own devices and they start playing cruel games just to torment. Philip Zimbardo. Is that what you think I'm doing, waging psychological warfare in the shittest way possible? I don't know what you're doing. I'm not doing anything. You dropped the dice. Thanks. Zimbardo was a hack, you know. The whole experiment was a debunked. Gary? How are you feeling? Great. You are? Gary, listen. About that gift... It's okay. I understand now. You do? Yes. I assumed it must be one of you. That it must be some kind of trick, but I was wrong. You were? Yes, don't you see? A Cadbury selection box. What about it? Don't you remember? What are you talking about? The same chocolates Dad always used to get us, remember? Every year, a Cadbury selection. Gary, it's a common present. Everyone gets one of these on Christmas Day, and basically everyone's given one. No, you're wrong. I haven't had one of these since... Gary! Since before he left. Gary, you need to stop. Dad hasn't spoken to any of us in over 15 years, and he didn't leave you this gift. I'm sorry, but you need to accept that. I didn't mean to shout, it's just... (sighs) Listen, why don't you take some time? Have a breather and clear your head a little. 
We're all going to watch a movie or something, so come and join us once you're feeling better. OK? Yeah, OK. So you really didn't do it? Oh my god. I can't believe we're still talking about this. It's just that you would have been my primary suspect. I don't care which of you left that present, but whoever it was, you need to apologise. Oh, for God's sake. I'm serious. This is ridiculous. He's in there convincing himself this is some sort of sign from our father, that he's walking back into our lives after all these years or something. And this stupid gift is the first step. He's what? So he's crazy. Actually, properly crazy. Barry! Well, it's true. He's still our brother, and besides, Carrie says he's been getting better. Yeah, really looks like it. He has good days and bad days, and today... Let me guess, good day. Barry, will you stop it already? I'm getting another drink. I don't know why you can't just admit it. Which one of us are you talking to there, Carrie? Stupid prank I can forgive, but you're just making it worse by dragging it out like this. <sighs> and how do we know you're not the one that left the gift? Don't be ridiculous. Oh, what? You're free to throw accusations around, but no one else can. You really think I would do that? No, but Mel would. Hey! Oh, please, we all know it's true. You love this kind of stuff. Pranks? Playing with people. You're making out like I'm some kind of sociopath. If only. That I could understand. But we all know you're only doing this for attention. Barry, that's enough. Oh, come on. We all know it's true. You've always been the odd one out and it kills you. You've always sucked up as much attention as you can to try and fill that hole. It's like Mr. Rook all over again. Oh, for God's sake. I did not tell him about Mr. Hook. Did I miss the start of the movie? We haven't chosen one yet. Well, we better get a move on, haven't we? What do we feel like? Elf? Muppets? Oh, good choice. I can get on board with that. Carrie? Yeah, sounds good to me. Is it? About half eleven. I fell asleep. You're not the only one. They're both out like lights. <laughs> well, it's been a long day. Gary, listen. I just want you to know it was me who told you about Mr. Hook. I always said I couldn't really remember, but I can remember it perfectly well. It's just that it felt like a silly little joke at first. That's all I was trying to do. But then you started having those nightmares and it just became much bigger than I ever intended it to be and I was too scared to tell Mum what I'd done. I was still just a child myself and I didn't want to own up to that. And then when we were all grown up, I'd kept up the lie for so long that at that point it, it felt like a much bigger deal than it really was and it was just easier to ignore it and never own up. But I should have. Knowing it, it affected you so much, I don't know if it means as much now, but I am sorry. I'm really genuinely sorry. 
Thank you. I can understand why you didn't want to say anything. I'm glad you've told me, though. I also want you to know that this mystery gift, that wasn't me. I might not have handled the whole Mr. Hook thing very well, but I've long since learned my lesson on that one. And this silly little prank, if that's what it is, I wouldn't do that. Or if I did, I would be honest this time. I wouldn't string you along like this. I know you wouldn't. You're not a sociopath, Mel. You're just... You. And besides, I know now. I know who sent the gift. You do? I do. I was talking to Carrie and it all just came to me. Carrie did say that you thought... That Dad might have... That is what I thought at first. At first? Yeah. But then I thought about it a bit more and I remembered a few years ago when Carrie was talking about Dad. She was raging a little bit. Complaining about how he was basically good for nothing. That could have been any number of times. Yeah, it could. But this time stuck out because I can remember her complaining that Dad would never buy his own Christmas presents. He'd always just rely on Mum to do it for him. And then she'd sign everything as being from both of them. So this can't be from Dad. Because he never bought us anything. But then, who? Don't you see? She's the one doing the Christmas shopping, just like always. You don't mean... Isn't it wonderful? Gary, Mum's gone. I know that. But wherever she's ended up, wherever it is that we go after this, she's sending us a message... Letting us know she's okay. Well, I like the idea, but I don't think... <sighs> I'm sorry, Gary. Sorry I wasn't there for you. What do you mean? When you were unwell. Carrie did so much for you and I let her do it all alone and it was a mistake. You're my brother and I should have been looking out for you too. I should have taken some of that responsibility. Well, at least you know now. What? That's it? You're not mad or, or disappointed or anything? You can't learn a lesson if you don't get it wrong in the first place. God, Gary, you're forgiven to a fault sometimes. Can't deny it. I'm going to head to bed and get some rest. Night. Night. Then what exactly is that? I don't know. It's getting closer. You're both being ridiculous. Letting your minds get carried away with themselves. All over some stupid urban legend from 15 years ago. Well, why don't you go out there and see what it is then? Yeah, I didn't think so. It's still getting closer. Oh, this is ridiculous. It could be anything. Like what? Well, I don't know. That doesn't mean it's a hook-handed serial killer. Hello? It stopped. Is anyone there? 
do you think it's gone? Whatever it was. There's no one there. Oh, thank Christ. I was actually starting to believe it all for a second there. Oh my God. What is it? The wall. Oh God. It's all scratched up. Gary's gone. What? He's gone, he's not in his room. Have you checked the bathroom or? He isn't here. We'll have to go and look for him, come on. Well, hold on. He wouldn't just go wandering off in the middle of the freezing cold without a word, would he? He's never done anything like that before. Oh. Um, okay. Let's go. We can drive around and see if we can spot him. He can't have gotten far. Barry. Barry! Come on. I'm going to head to the park. See if I can spot him there. We'll come with you. If the three of us head in different directions, we can cover the whole park a lot faster. Come on! I didn't know. I, I mean, I didn't realise. I know. If I'd known he was this unwell... There's time for that later. Come on! Did you see what he'd written? What he'd scratched into the wall? Yeah. From Gary. We'll have to find him, Barry. And the longer we wait, the further he could go. Gary! Gary! The Gift starred Lewis Blemings as Barry, Cal Reed as Gary, Kate Spivey as Carrie, and Hannah Studd as Mel. It was written and directed by Brett Barnett, that's me, produced by Stacey McKenzie, and featured music by Ostrich Bay. If you're enjoying Quietly Yours, be sure to follow the show on your podcast app of choice. You can also sign up to support the show at patreon.com slash quietlyyours, where you can find exclusive rewards like early releases, bonus stories, and behind-the-scenes content. If you're an Apple Podcasts user, you can also support the show by subscribing right here in the Podcasts app. You can find all our episodes on our website, daffodillies.co.uk slash quietlyyours. That's D-A-F-F-A-D-I-L-L-I-E-S dot co dot uk slash quietlyyours. And if you'd like to get in touch, you can find us all over social media. Our handle everywhere is quietlypodcast, or you can reach us via email at quietlyyours.com at daffodillies.co.uk. Until next time, I am quietly yours, and you are quietly mine. Quietly Yours is a Daffodilies production.